Okay, so if you got your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 28. I want to look at verses 18 and 19, and then, Bernita, I want to have you come on up, and we're going to pray over you and send you off, amen, because we are, we are sending you out for the Great Commission. I want to talk real quick about the Great Commission. Say Great Commission. In Matthew 28, Jesus came up and he spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He says, Go therefore and make disciples of what? All nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Another scripture. Let's take a look. Mark put it this way. Mark put it this way. He said, he said Go into all the world and what? Preach the gospel to all creation. Go into all the world. Somebody say all. Now, there was a great exhaustive study on the word all in the Greek and the Hebrew and the Latin, and all means all. That's right. Uh, Luke 24, look at verses 44 through 49. And he said to them, this is Jesus, he said, "These these are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Wow. And he said to them, thus it is written that Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead on the third day. And that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to what? All nations beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending forth the promise of my Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with the power from on high. So real quickly, um, I want to pause there just a moment. Real quickly, we see this was when Jesus was going to be with the Father. We know that the reason we celebrate is because Jesus rose from the dead. Amen? The Bible says he's seated at the right hand of the Father. There's nobody else that history can record that that has happened to. Hello? So I'm just telling you, you need to check out Jesus. Amen? You got some friends and family members or people that you work or acquaintances that don't understand a little bit, have them check out Jesus because that's why we're celebrating him today. But he says, the repentance for the forgiveness of sins. How many of you know that's what it's about? It's Christ forgiving our sins, past, present, and future. And it's proclaimed in his name to all nations. Now, guess what happened? This was when Jesus was talking to the disciples. And then what happened in Acts chapter 1, let's look at verse 8. says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses, say witnesses, both in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. So that's like saying, you'll be my witnesses in Woodward, the state of Oklahoma, the nation of the United States, and the world. So he takes one place, and he also expands on that. It says, and even to the remotest part of the earth. We're going to have Bobby come on up, and he's going to begin to share about what took place in Africa. But what I want to do before he comes up is, Bernita, come on up. Bernita has been here for, is it seven and a half years Seven and a half years, and she led our Celebrate Recovery, and she has been the, one of the, the most faithful people in my life. And she's transitioned. I really don't want to do this. I really want her to stay and not leave, you know, but, but we want what God wants. And this great commission is also applies for your life. 
that when you came here, you knew that it was just a transition. You knew that there was a time where God was going to be sending you to do what he's got for the next step in your life. And that's the thing that we want. As she transitions into Kansas, her house is already sold. She's already, she's already actually moved, but she's come back today, and I, I, I want to honor her today. She is an amazing lady, and I am very, very grateful and thankful for her. Not only your time, talents, but all your substance. You have a heart that you want to see people's lives shaped and changed, and Christ be the center of all of their lives. I know, I know. And we just, we love you today. And we are, we are sending you forth, not saying you can never come back. You can watch us online too, and you can be part of this, but you are always going to be part of the Living Word family. And that's one thing that we all understand today. Would you guys do me a favor? Would you stand to your feet this morning? And let's give her a great big applause in the Lord of a thanksgiving to you. And we bless you. Now I'm just going to ask you to stretch your hands over here towards Bernita. And Father, we pray for this woman of God today. And I am so grateful and thankful for her. Lives have been touched. Lives have been changed. And she has no idea of those that she's touched, even that she's thought that she may not have touched their lives. But God, you're going to continue to show her. And as she steps into this next part, we declare it is a new era for her. It is a new beginning. It is a new time. It's a new season, but it, it is a new, a fresh new spiritual development that you're taking her through. God, we know that she's prepared for this, this season in her life, this time in her life, this new era in her life. We know that there's been a seven and a half year time of preparation for to launch her out and to, for her to step into that which you have for her. God, we send her forth with a blessing right now. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, be blessed. We send you forth in the blessing of the Lord today in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. You want to share a minute? <laughs> um, you guys can be seated. I just want to thank everybody. Uh, most of all, I thank the pastors for giving me the opportunity to lead this Albright Recovery Group. Um, I know there were a lot of people that were touched. I was touched by lots of people. I have had a lot of mentors here, women who have just lifted me up and, and encouraged me and helped me become stronger. And uh, But most of all, thank Pastor Eric, always encouraging me, always being there for me. Um, I can name a bunch of them. Pastor Virginia, Shelley, um, Crystal, Catherine, Tatum. I'm going to really miss your singing. Uh, Stephanie. But most of all, Kelly. Kelly has mentored me in so many ways. Um, I'm in the prayer group on Wednesday at noon, and Kelly has shown me how to be a warrior. Uh, I thought you the whole thing about we have the power and we have the authority. We just need to learn how to use it. You know, not back down. Don't let the enemy take over. Thanks, Marie, too, and Mario. 
Love all of you. Thank you so much. I have no idea what I'm going to do up there yet. Um, haven't even found a church home, but I know what I'm looking for. Um, I just know God has a reason for me to be there. So thank you. Love you. Hallelujah. Let's give her another great big hand of applause. God bless you. The Great Commission, say Great Commission. It's about sending people forth. Bobby, why don't you come forth? Because this is the greatest example, one of the greatest examples of being able to send somebody forth to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the good news of Christ in all the world and in all nations and even to the remotest part. Let's give Bobby a hand this morning. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Eric. Thank you. I wanted to share on something real quick. Uh, been some prophetic words going forth and some things about our pastors, about our leaders. I want to talk to you about unity. Unity comes from the anointing. Anointing starts at the head and flows down from the pastor to the leaders to the congregation. Everyone needs to come under the, that anointing to flow together. That's what brings unity. Ephesians 4.3 talks about make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And power flows through that unity. 1 Corinthians 12, 18 talks about it plants you in the body. It's talking about God plants you in the body how he chooses. See, each one of us are planted here for a reason. And my reason is evangelize, to preach, to teach, to go on mission trips. And as a missionary, you, you carry four of those offices. You teach, you preach, uh, you administrate, and mission missionary you know i did i did all those I, I had to be my own administrator i was the only one that that went <laughs> i didn't have somebody to go to i had to make all the decisions i mean i had a team there that helped me but you all were my team too you know because we're all in unity learn to forgive and move forward it's not about you it's about everyone else as a leader you have good things in you your inside is bigger than your outside James 3.16 talks about don't envy, don't have self-ambition. That's talking about don't have it in the church. Um, see, it's not about a position. It's not about uh, Tatum up here worshiping. It's about her talent that God has given her. To, to, see, that's, that's what it's about. It's not that we come in here to, to, to have a concert. We come in here to worship God in unity, and, and, and that unity flows through the head, which Tatum is the head of the worship, so that anointing flows through her. I want to talk to you about faith real quick, because I had to have faith to go on the mission trip, and I also had to have that anointing. And that anointing come from, you know, God, but it also comes through the body of, uh, body of Christ. Start confessing things that you have in your heart to the Lord, that you have a relationship with. Faith is connected to your life. See, I had to start confessing good things in my life. I had to start confessing, okay, God, you called me to Nigeria. Now, Lord, use me as I go over there. I don't know what I'm getting into, but you do, and you're going to direct my steps. Faith is a condition of your faith in God. Faith is looking for people to, God is looking for people to rise up, to change a city, state, country. God's power moves when we exercise our faith. Faith has to be in our heart. Romans 10, 8 through 10. Philippians 4 through 13 and Luke 8, 11. Word of faith we preach. Word comes from the heart that comes out of the mouth. God is not waiting on you. He is waiting on you to confess with your mouth through your heart about faith. This will change your situation. 
What you feed on is what you'll eat. What you feed on is what you'll eat. Speak the word over your life. Faith will rise. Faith is faith is trusting in God. That's what stand on the word of God and things will change. Don't stand on what people tell you. Stand on what God has told you. Stand on your prophecy. Stand on on this word, the Bible, the what it says. Don't stand on what you see on TV. Don't stand on what you see on Fox News. Don't stand on what you see on anything. Stand on the word of God. And, you know, men and women, they, they, they will distract you, you know. But get in that unity, get in that anointing, get in that faith. Build church where, where, where you're getting fed. Um, Hebrews 10, 23, hold fast to the written word. I have no doubt. And I'm going to leave you with this one. If you doubt, you do without. If you doubt, you'll do without. So don't doubt. Uh, I want to just say thank you for everyone that sent me to Africa. This was at the Oklahoma City Airport before I left with my wife. Um, this was my beginning journey. And as you can see, go ahead, Mike. Uh, there's me on the plane getting ready to leave. Uh, in Oklahoma City. Uh, this is my taxi driver that I met in Lagos. He is also a pastor. Um, see, when God sends you on trips, he'll put you in places where, where there's going to be people that are going to protect you. And that, that guy, that taxi driver, the picture before that one, um, I mean, he, he had a picture of me. I didn't know who was going to pick me up. I didn't even, he just, he, I was the only white guy getting off the plane anyway. But, you know, he, he knew who I was. But God protected me. Amen. And then this next guy, I was flying from Lagos to Wari, And God set me beside this man, which he's from Texas. He's American. And he was on a mission trip with another group of people. So we got to talk about stuff. He was a, a, a computer whiz guy. He, he did all their technical work. But, but we had a good talk, good chat while I was flying. Uh, this is the church right there. The first day that I got there, I, I saw this. And what they're doing there, church hasn't even began. Church is an hour. This is an hour before church. These people are praying. These people are intercessory praying. They're walking the whole church are walking touching chairs and, and they're praying over stuff to be broke and for God to do, to do a work in their service that day and, and I tell you they're, they're there an hour before church even happens and then what they do go ahead and then what they do after that they have an hour of worship and then they get into their worship service so church really don't start until two hours after they get there but they'll have that and then they'll have Worship, which is like intercessory worship, which they go in and, you know, they, they do some spiritual warfare. What we're fixing to learn about. Um, next slide. This is a video right here. This I, I took a video because I wanted you all to see a little bit about what war is in Nigeria. These are taxis right here. You, you can go ahead and play it if it'll play. You got the sound on? Right here in Evron, Wari, Delta State. Excuse my talking. I don't like listening to myself. All the little stores right here. 
everyone has a little business, try to make money. So they start oh, their own little businesses to try to provide for their family. Very rough here. The humidity is like 97% all the time, so you're constantly hot all the time, sweaty, sticky. But the Lord is good here. The Lord has blessed this place. Little lady with her first stand. It's always cloudy here too. And it rains. It's a rainy season right now. So right now we're going to the market. We're going to go to the market and uh, they're going to show me some food that I'll probably buy and I'm going to prepare for them. Uh, Esther wants me to cook for her, show her how to cook some American food. So I will show her. It looks like mechanic shop or pipe shop or something. Well, that's all for now. I will give you all more video later. Now this, wow, look at that boat. This now, this cool. place is close to the ocean. This city is right next to the ocean. It's very close. And uh, what, what, what happens there in this city, that's where our hurricanes come from, that, that coastline. <laughs> the ones that hit Florida, they come off that coastline. But that city that I'm in, it's a very, it used to be a very rich city. It used to be an oil field. It's it like Woodward. Oklahoma. That's why you saw, like, I don't know if you saw the pipe fittings or, or but I'll show you some later. But, but the town was very prosperous, and now it's declining big time. I mean, people are starting to steal stuff. People are having to go out and steal food for their families, having to get stuff, you know, just to survive. It, 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 I mean, I know what you saw there. That was a nice road. <laughs> that was a good road. I mean, that was the most, uh, that was the best road there. But anyway, right here, this is uh, Bishop Chris on the on the right. That's my buddy that, that I went to Christ for Nations with. This guy right here is a business owner. Uh, he don't go to church, but uh, he's building a house right in front of Chris, and it's like a huge mansion. And I told Chris that he's building that house for him. <laughs> but anyway, I got I got to go in and, yeah, just show some pictures. But uh, I got to go in and bless this man. I got to pray with this. I mean, this is a millionaire. This this guy right here standing next, that's the guy's general manager. Now, he is a Christian, and he runs all his operations for that rich man. And when I say rich man, I'm talking about a rich man, <laughs> very rich man. I mean, he, he owns a lot. Go ahead. Uh, here's me blessing that general manager in his house. They invite me to the house. I bless the house. I pray for the house. And then they have me bless them. And then and then after I do all that, they give me all these gifts. And then they give me money. And I'm like, man, I don't want your money. So I give the money to the church people, you know. I was like, I don't want this money. I'll take the food. <laughs> but anyway, keep going. And me just blessing him still. Now right here, uh, they, they took me to a business. This is a, a, a production site that does... Uh, Valves, they, they, they test valves and pumps. You know what I'm talking about, Shorty? Uh, and they wanted me to come, and they were waiting for me. 
I walk in there and all these people are sitting right there and they're like, Bobby, you're fixing to preach to these people. I'm like, what? Okay, I'll preach. I, you know, got to be ready in season, out season, ready to preach the word, you know. So I was like, okay, I'll have something for them. And they're like, what, do you know what? I was like, no, but got to give it to me. But anyway, we had a good time there. So I got to preach to these workers. Keep going. And then there I am preaching to them. They're all sitting there. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then I get to pray with them. Every one of them wanted me to pray and bless them, to, to, to help them in their, in their work, to help their families, to just... They, everyone, everybody wants prayer there. Uh, they want to be blessed. They're like, oh, bless me, bless me, bless me. You know, I was like, okay, I'll bless you, but you're already blessed. But I'll bless you again, you know. And I, and there's some people I bless like 20 times. But, you know, I did what a missionary does. You just do it. Here's me praying for some more of the people. That, that one guy in the white shirt, he's a, keep going. Okay, hear me praying for their equipment. They wanted me to go around, touch every equipment, touch all their product that was going out, that was going to be for sale or something that they're working on. They wanted me to touch it. And I had oil. And I put oil on everything, anointing oil, because I carried around anointing oil. So I touched everything and I anointed it with oil. Go ahead. I mean, I had to go through the whole shop. You can keep going, Mike. Mike, you can keep going. But here's his office. I'm, I'm, I'm anointing. See the anointing oil in my hand? See, I'm anointing his desk. I'm anointing his chair. I'm anointing everything. I'm anointing his secretary right there. Like, please anoint her. She needs help. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, anoint more of their uh, tools that they use to, because they do pipe fittings. They do uh, pumps. This is this is a prosperous oil field company right here. There's not a lot of businesses still. In, this, this, this business here is being prosperous. And these, and these people are very grateful that they have jobs. Because I'm telling you, there's not jobs over there. Not right now. Not, not like, I mean, it's kind of like around here a couple years ago. It was Ghost Town. Or a year ago, whatever. That's, that's the uh, manager of the place. The owner. More the workers. They all, man, they love pictures. I mean, they, they taught me how to take selfies. Because Jody said I wasn't a good selfie picture person. So. Man, that's a serious face I got on there. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't see that. But I think I got better at my pictures, Jody, if you're in here. <laughs> now, this guy right here, his name's Elvis. See, Elvis Presley. You guys thought he was dead, huh? No, he's black. He's living in Nigeria. He's 31 years old. But that was my camera guy. This You all need to give him a clap because without him, I wouldn't have these pictures. I wouldn't have these videos. I mean, that man right there, he, he is a servant of God. I mean, that he, he, he cleaned my shoes, people. My shoes got dirty. I was like, no, you don't need to clean my shoes. No, don't do that. He took them anyway. And I was like, where's my shoes? Elvis has your shoes. Man, he came, he brought them back. They were cleaner than when you'd buy them. Yeah, anyway. Go on. Yeah, I thank God for them. This is that businessman I was telling you all about, the millionaire. There, there I am blessing him. 
praying for him in his office with his big old 4K TV curb in there. Yeah. yeah he, had, he had one of the nicest offices, Pastor Eric Bryce, I have ever been in. I'm telling you, that man's office was immaculate. You could eat off the floor in that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't take pictures of his office. So. But that's them. That what they're doing right there, they're presenting him with a gift because this man right here put an asphalt road where, where, where the Sodeco road comes into. See, there's, 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 there's parts of this town that's gated off. And they called their part Sodeco Road. And what it is, it's a gated area because they close the gates at night and nobody can get in there. And the, the whole town's like that. And anyway, this man right here put, it, put in an asphalt road from where it began all the way to his house. And guess what? Chris's house was right across the street from this man's house. So Chris got an asphalt road too. And plus the church got an asphalt road because the church is right there off the road. But anyway, that's what that man was able to do. He put an asphalt road in, and it was very expensive to do that. And what they did, they presented him with that gift in hopes that he'll start, you know, just showing him the love of Christ. Uh, there's my pastor, Prince. He's, there's Pastor Chris. He's teaching the men. I got to hear him teach a few times. And there I am. He wanted me to teach, so I'm teaching. I think I'm praying for him right here. It was the leaders, the men's, the leaders of the church. Okay, right here. <laughs> this is what you call swallowing. See that in that little bowl, that white stuff? It's like a flowery, gumpy stuff. And what you do, you get it and you play with it in your hand. And that other bowl, it's spicy stuff. It's got like chicken and garlic and ginger sing and all kinds of other stuff in it but anyway you mix that in there and you throw it in your mouth and you swallow it well the first time i did it boy it was like you ever take an egg and eat a eat a raw egg and swallow a raw egg or swallow your boogers sorry but <laughs> that's how it is folks so that first time i did it i was like because mm. on a missionary trip and when you're on a trip you don't want to show any you know so i was like and I got down there, and I think they knew it got to me because the next time they fed me, they gave me a better texture stuff to where I could chew it. <laughs> but anyway, that's what that is. That's traditional food, and I did it, and I survived. <laughs> and here I am teaching the men. These are the leaders, the pastors, the ushers, the security guards, the everything. They're all leaders in the church. There I am again blessing that man, that business. I got some pictures mixed up in there. They're presenting him with that gift. Wow, that's in there again. I must like Elvis a lot. Here's street ministry right here. See, when you go on a mission trip, they 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 set up all kinds of things for me to do. I, I did street ministry, I did children's ministry, I did hospital visits, but I'll show you as we go. Uh, and what I did on this street ministry, I, I preached too. I mean, I, I brought the word of God to them. Actually, right there where we're at, this is a bar. Uh, this is a bar. And these people are just sitting there all day because they don't have no jobs. You know, they're just sitting there. So they asked me to pray for them. And, 
and bless him. This is his business, but his business isn't going because nobody's buying any land. He's a realtor. And he don't have no, that's his office. And he has nothing in his office. But he still goes there every day and opens it up and believes somebody's going to buy something from him. He, he makes himself available. And all them other men, they don't have jobs. They, they want me to pray for them to get jobs. I said, I believe God's going to give a couple of your jobs before I left. And I tell you what, I did have one testimony that God did give one guy a job before I left. So that was a good praise report. And it was, so, yeah, go ahead. That That's me at that business again, praying for a bunch of equipment. See that right there, that shirt right there? I took that picture because that guy's wearing a Denver Bronco shirt. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm all the way here in Nigeria, and this guy's wearing Denver Broncos. He could have done better than that. Anyway, that's how I drink my coffee. <laughs> This is my coffee maker over there, man. Without that thing, man, me and Chris wouldn't survive. And here I am. I think that's when we're going to the mall, me and Elvis. That's a taxi, motor taxi. They call them KKs. KK. And I'm like, KK. Yeah, that's what they call them, KKs. I admit business women. These women right here are business women. I went to these businesses, and I prayed with these women, and that's her shop. The lady in the orange on this side, that's her shop. I mean, that's how she makes her business. She actually has a prosperous business because some of the businesses I went to, they didn't have that much stuff in their store. She had a lot of stuff in her store. And they're not really big. This is some of that stuff that I was eating. That's just a pot of it. I wanted to take a picture of it to show you how they do it. Uh, there's me getting down with the kids. That's a cultural Sunday. That's how they dress. They all dress. What, what Cultural Sunday is, is uh, they, they, they dress up. They have many cultures, just like we do in, in, our, in our church. We have different cultures in our church here. Every one of us have a different race. Well, just like in Nigeria, there's different cultures, different races. And what they do on that Sunday, they, they dress up in their traditional wear. And Bishop Chris has them all come up to the front of the altar and, and bow down to God because it says every tongue shall confess to Jesus and he hasn't come up and confessed to Jesus. It was pretty cool. There's a Bishop Chris and me, Cultural Sunday. Now this lady over here, they, they, they come up to you and bow down before you, man. I mean, I was very like, well, don't bow down to me, please. But that's their tradition. That's what they do. I was like, man, I'm not worthy for you to bow down to me. Only bow down to Jesus. But I didn't understand it at that time. But as after that happened, they told me. So I, I, I accepted them. Because what it is, is the younger generation, they bow down to the older. You know, to the older ones to, to give them respect, honor, where honor is due. The traditional wear, very colorful people. Go ahead, Everybody's got their Bibles. They ain't got their phones. They got Bibles. There's me preaching on on the Sunday. I, I got to preach on Cultural Sunday. That was very an honor. I was like, I'm preaching the, on your on your Cultural Sunday. Aren't you going to preach? He's like, no, I want you to preach. And it was a good word. 
here's me praying for them uh, after I gave the word. Had people come up for encouragement, you know, for the word to be embedded in their heart. So I preached on Born for Greatness, the same sermon I preached on Wednesday here. Yes, it's English, but but it's also they got jibber jabber. Yeah, there's like you got a very. Uh, the first week I was there, it was like uh, everything was going over my head. But the second week I started listening because they were talking, you know, like the Spanish people talk. You know, they'll talk and then you're like, "What do you say?" But there I could pick up stuff. I was like, "Oh, you're talking about me, aren't you?" There's security guard and the mechanic. That, that guy right there does a lot. Because I'll tell you what, they don't have electricity like we have electricity. I mean, their they're, they're, they're le- they're, uh, electrical plants aren't like ours. I mean, it's very, very poor. And their electrical lines is like running extension cords. <laughs> from, you know, and it's very flimsy. You know, it's not like our big cables that we have. So when I was there... The electricity, I, I bet the whole time came on a total of an hour. So they have to run generators. And to run these generators, they have to go get diesel. And to get diesel, you have to go through the black market. And so they were running this guy to the place to get the diesel. Well, one day, somebody was going to rob him. So now they don't do that no more. Now they have something safer set up. But. But they have to get their diesel from black market. And getting diesel from black market don't guarantee you that it's good diesel. But Chris is a bishop. He's an anointed man. And people over there, even the witches and stuff, they know don't mess with the anointed. I mean, they know that. I mean, they'll pray against him and stuff. But they don't mess with, with preachers or pastors and stuff. So he gets good diesel. But it's still hard to get. But gasoline, they have gasoline-like stations. You can go to a station and get gasoline. But diesel, you could. And, and houses run off generators. I'm telling you, everybody runs. And nighttime, it's dark out there. You don't want to walk on the street because it's dark. People have flashlights or candles or, you know, that's what they have. So I couldn't even go outside at night. And when I did go outside, I had to have people around me because they were scared I was going to get kidnapped. Go ahead. Just me praying for more people. Or the colors, cultural Sunday, that far area. Yeah, so, so what we take for, you know, we, I mean, we go over there and we flick on a light switch and we're like, oh, man, my light bulb, it's not coming on. What's wrong? No, you flick on it, yeah, it don't come on ever. More cultural Sunday, these are the men, some of the women. You go through it kind of fast, Mike. I want to get to the children. There's their worship leader. She's going to be going to Christ for the nation. She's got an application down there. They, they've already approved her, but she's waiting on her visa. Visas are hard to get right now because of what's going on in our country. So visas are hard to get right now for other people in other countries. This is me playing basketball with the youth. And I tell you what, man, I had skills. Because they didn't have no skills. <laughs> All they knew was soccer. I'm telling you what, the sorriest white person in here could beat them. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's a sport that they're picking up. 
I even dunked it on him because <laughs> the goal was down a little bit. <laughs> but that was a good time. They, they, they really like Here's me teaching. The, uh, they have their own school of ministry in their, in their, in their church. And what this is, this is for youth or for people that are wanting more of the Bible teachings in their life. And what they do, they, they set this up like on Sundays afternoons or, or sometime in the week so that people could get college. This is college credits right here. These courses that they're taking are college credit courses. Yeah, I have to have glasses now when I read. It's all right, I know. Gray hair. Okay, see this bus right here? All right, this bus had sorry tires. Didn't have no good tires. Our church right here, our church, the money that was given to me, I did not waste it, folks. We bought new tires for that van. We bought brand new tires for that van. Also, we was able to bless them with enough money. Keep going, Mike. Uh, enough money for diesel. I gave them, a, a, yeah, they, they, they got enough diesel, too. I gave them more than enough, but I just gave them what the Lord told me to give because it wasn't my money, it was God's money. And I told them, you know, this, this is not my money, this is God's money. I'm supposed to use it like this, and I used it. Uh, here's village ministry. I got to go to the village. Right out there, there's a river. There's just a barge right there. That's Pastor Elvis and Pastor Grant. There's one of the boats they go out fishing in because everybody has their own businesses this this lady had her children and stuff, and they go out and fish, and they sell the fish that day. Fresh catch. And this is a business that that business owner owns. He owns this business. Um, we were walking, and the, and the people I was walking with, they're like, oh, they're not going to let us go up there. They might shoot us. I was like, oh, I'm here. I was like, let me wave to them. They'll let us go up there. And I waved to them, and they waved us on up there. So we got to go up there and visit with them, and they were on lunch break, and I got to talk with them, and, and I prayed with them before I left. <laughs> they were just on their lunch break. They wanted to feed me, too, but I was like, no, I, I got to go. There's uh, me and uh, Kevin. That that boy right there, man, he, he's, he, he lives with Chris and them. And that kid wakes up at 530 in the morning. Five, no, 5 in the morning. And he don't lay his head down until late at night. But he's the one that cleans the house. He's the one that does the dishes. He's the one that does most of the cooking. I mean, he does it all. He's like the houseboy. But that's his job. See, I, I was like, man, my, my kids don't do that. But but that's his job. You know, that's what he does. Because they, they're teaching him. They're, they're trying to teach him to get on to something else. Because after he does this, he goes to university. You know, and when he's there, he's going to be by himself, so, so he's going to have to be able to do stuff by himself. Go ahead. This is the village. Keep going, Mike. Little village kids. Now, these kids, these people don't have it. They're, they're the poorest of the poor right here. But you can't see it on them. You cannot see it on them. I, I tell you what, they do not carry themselves like they're poor. Now, they might, now there are a few that come up to you and beg you for money. They just don't have Christ in them like these people do. There's a banana tree. See the banana? The 
canteen. That's an oven, village oven. That's where they do all their cooking. How would you all like to have that in your house? <laughs> you are outside in your backyard. Hey, let's go cook dinner. Where are you going? Outside. That's where they cook. This couple right here, they had me come to their house two days before I left because they've been trying to have a child for seven years. And, you know, I was very humbled and, I don't know, just to be able to pray with them to, to come in to have faith that God's going to give them a child. And I want to hear, and I told them I'm going to hear a good report from them here in about a year. I believe in about a year they're going to be pregnant. That's what I believe. I believe that. How'd that get in there? Huh. <laughs> Y'all know this. <laughs> There's one more video, I think. Is that the video, Mike? Go to that last video. Yeah. I want to show you this video right here, then this would be it. Hi. Say hi, say. Say hi, America. All this trash right here, everything, everything's going to be picked up. Going to be putting bags, they're going to be raking it. They're going to be hauling it off, getting rid of it, burning it probably, I don't know. Or taking it to some landfill or some other pile. Uh, Pastor Grant's got a plan, and he's going to put it to work. He's prayed about it and prayed about it. I've talked to him about it. Now he's moving on it. He's putting his faith into action as we talk. Oh, here's your road, huh? Good. Now, the road I'm walking yeah, on is paved. It's you. asphalt. Just, it's the one that rich man put bit. in. Now, this road's leading to their church. Just a little, like, There's holes. Down there and they got to drive down. down this. Just where that uh, KK Just to drive down it, you got to go like two yeah. or three miles an hour. You can't go fast. It's very bumpy, very, yeah. And people have to walk down it to get to church. Now, this is Agape Road Church. This is to the church. We're going to clean this up. See, people throw right. trash. They don't have trash already, cans. They just throw it. As we get further down Eat, here, just taller grass. Uh, probably holds a lot of mosquitoes. Uh, probably needs to be chopped down. I don't know. He's got a plan. We'll see the results. We'll see all this trash right here. See all that. See, that's, this is leading down nasty. to the church. And uh, as kingdom people, we have to have kingdom principles. Kingdom cleanup. I just wanted to show you all this road. I really want you to get an idea about, you know, how, how, how we have it so easy over here. When you go down the worst road here in America, it's, it's their Agape best road. World Remember that. So they're going to be outreaching to their community. They're going to show the excellence of the Lord. Excellence to the King. says in the Bible, I don't know what it says in the Bible. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. It's not too bad. Yeah, 
That guy right there is named Pastor Grant. See the he, road, how bumpy it is? He's second in charge at the church. They also need to raise funds for that, but that's another project. Uh, the only thing I can think of is to bring sand and rock in here, but it'd be nice to get this asphalted. But asphalt's kind of expensive here to do. So, you know, if something's laid on somebody's heart, uh, I know I got business people in this church. So if God touches and pulls at your heart, uh, it'd be awesome if we could get this asphalted for him. Amen. Thank you. That's a big job right there, people. What I want to say, what I want to show the video for, that's a project that God put on my heart. All they need is $500, people. $500 to start cleanup. And what they need to do, they need to buy wheel, wheelbarrows, rakes, trash bags, gloves, all kinds of stuff. What what it is, what, when I walk to their church from his house, it's just trashy. It's very nasty. And I talked to this Pastor Grant, and I was like, I got with him. I was like, hey, Pastor, I mean, there, there's a need I see here. You know, I, I think we can fill that need. And he goes, well, what is it? And I, and I was like, well, I want you to walk with me. And so he walked with me, and I, and I videoed it, and I was talking to him about, you know, as, as, as church people, we need to, you know, start cleaning up our area. And he's like, well, we did that before. I go, yeah, but how long ago did you do that? He goes, oh, a long time ago. I was like, well, it's time to do it again. I was like, we're in a new era, and new things are happening. And I was like, God's going to move in new ways if you just start continuously to do this. And so he gave me a list of stuff. I have that list somewhere. But it's like $500 for what they need. They like I said, they need wheelbarrows, they need rakes, they need shovels, uh, stuff to cut down that grass. Uh, and what they're going to do, they're going to clean it up. And he's going to take pictures of the cleanup crew and, and all that and send them back to me. Because I told him, I was like, if we do this, if I present it to my church, uh, I want them to be able to see results. And I believe that that pastor right there would do what needs to be done but they like i said they just need 500 they want to start work on it here in a couple of weeks because they want to get it done because actually their month of october is their new era they stepped into a new era as i was leaving and um, now we're in that new era and so we can link up to them and um, i don't like getting up asking for money from people but if god lays it on your heart you know, um, $500. Um, I have the account number where I can get the funds to. And Pastor Chris will, it's going to his account, and he'll be able to, to use them funds for, for that cleanup job. It, it, it will go for that cleanup job. Now, as a church, we did buy them tires already for their church van. We, we bought them a lot of diesel, uh, about $400 worth of diesel. I mean, they got more diesel than what they can do with it, and it's going to last them a while. You know, that's what our church was able to do and, and, and able to send me to. Uh, what, what also you didn't see in there was hospital pictures. I went to the hospital, did go to the hospital. People, y'all don't want to go to that hospital. Uh, that hospital don't have air conditioning rooms. It actually don't even have windows. It has bars on windows. So air comes in there, fresh air. 
and bugs are flying around. It's just, and, and when you walk in there, you see a bunch of family members around this person, and you're like, wow, you got a lot of guests. But what it is, these people take care of the people that are in the hospital. They don't have their own nurses. They do have their doctors. They have a head nurse. But the but you would have to shower him. You'd have to clothe him. You'd have to change his bed, everything. You'd been his nurse. And it, it just really broke my heart. It really did, like, just to see that. Because some of the people there didn't even have linen for their bed in the hospital. They were laying on this hard plastic thing. And it's hot and humid, humid there. But anyway, I just want to thank y'all for sending me. I hope these pictures, I had so many more pictures. But, you know, I can only show so much in so limited of a time. Uh, thank you all, Pastor Eric. Hallelujah. Hey, don't go anywhere yet. What, what do you guys think? Do you think we can go ahead and, I want to have the ushers come. And you, here's how we do this. We just allow the Lord to, whatever you want to give, give to that. And we're going to we're gonna take up an offering, and we're going to be able to meet that need. Um, I wanted to share with you this. Did you see this? This, uh, this is a billboard. And what's that say on there? It was New Era. <laughs> when, when he sent that, he was like, I arrived, and look what I found. You know what I mean? It was like uh, maybe God's speaking to the church itself. But um, if you will, I'm going to have the ushers come and... And I just want you to, however the Lord leads you, if you want to be able to sow into this, let's sow in and let's begin to, let's do that. Will you guys uh, stand to your feet? Um, I'm going to, Angela, would you have you come on up and, and play a moment? Hey, Bobby, I like your outfit. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Amen. The, uh, the, the amazing thing that you realize is that, um, is that how grateful and thankful we are. Yeah, we'll just pass them along there. Um, we're, um, and what we'll do is we'll take up an offering. I'll bring it up and we'll pray over it if that will be all right. Um, Dwayne, why don't you, uh, okay, they've got some baskets. Why don't you have them do it in the middle aisle for you? If you will, go ahead and, and pass the basket there. If you guys want to help, put in there. If you need an envelope, there's some in the back of the chairs. Just make it to LWF Church. We will sow into that ministry. We'll give you a, a, an amount that, um, that we're able to sow in. And let's, I believe that God will take care of that need today. Amen? The other thing I also want to tell you real quickly is that we sowed into Gideon's International, and um, we were able to sow about $800, and the, the, the dollar amount of Bibles, it was over 1,000 Bibles that we were able to sow the Word of God. So can we give the Lord some praise for that? It's like, that's, that's pretty cool. You guys are impacting people around the world, and in Acts chapter 1-8, we saw that we were to... Be, we're, we're to the, the power of the Spirit came on the disciples, and they were to preach the Word of God. They were to give the gospel, the good news of God, through all nations. And this is a nation that we're just going to, we just want to pray for this nation right now. Let's just begin to lift this nation up, this country up. Father, there's a lot of, uh, we know there's a lot of things just by what we saw. But I know this is just a thumbnail of what's taken place in the third world countries and even the second world countries. God, we thank you that you are the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. And we just thank you, Father. We bless Bobby. We thank you that we've sent him forth and, and even all the other missionaries that have been sent out across the world, Father, that you continue to bless and strengthen them. God, I'm asking you to meet the needs, not just of this nation and country, 
but even us here as individuals, that you will continue to meet our needs. Let us be ever thankful, God, thankful for what you're, you're, what you're doing in our lives. And God, I ask you to bless parents today. I ask you to, to bless children today. I ask you to bless uh, grandchildren and grandparents today. That God, that we will be ever so thankful of you and of your word today. And we thank you for Nigeria. We just ask your blessings just to be upon them. We declare that it is a new era. And as we link our faith up with them, that it's going to be a supernatural faith that's going to take place. God, we ask you right now just to meet the need that they have. We ask you right now just to bless this offering that's taken up today. Father, asking you to to return back to those that are giving uh, um, 30, 60, or 100-fold return upon them, not so they can have it for themselves, but that they can begin to meet the needs that are coming down the road. Father, we are sowing into other countries. We are sowing into other nations, and they are important to you. And we just thank you for this in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Have you guys, won't you bring that up here? Is this the offering? You guys just stretch your hands towards the offering here today. Father, we just bless this right now in Jesus' name. Bobby, won't you come on up if you will? We just bless this offering right now, Father. We thank you that every need will be met right now. We thank you that every need will be met right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for the givers, Father God. We thank you that they bless in this church, Father God. There's uh, big needs right there, Father God, and we just pray that this money would meet that need, Lord. And the people as they're working, Father God, uh, the, the people around them will start seeing that work, Lord, and start being pulled towards this church, Father God, because of the cleanliness and the heart yeah. that they have for you, Father God. We just thank you and praise you for this wonderful time and for this money that you're giving unto yeah. them, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And before Bobby's uh, released here today, listen, we, uh, I just want you guys to know if you have a prayer need, we have prayer teams that will pray for you. And we want to be able to pray for your needs to be met. But we also want, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for that you get an abundance because you'll be able to, we'll be able to take up offerings like this and be able to meet the needs in the community. So we're going to give you an opportunity today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, listen, listen, if you don't know him, if you've not met him, maybe you just know of him, but you've not met him. We want to introduce you to him today. And maybe you're here today and you're just saying, I just need some prayer. We want to be able to pray for you. So as we as we pray and dismiss, we're going to have some prayer teams right over here in private. They can, they can pray for you and lift you up today. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for Bobby. We just thank you that he was willing to go. And Lord, there's times where I said, here I am, Lord, send Bobby. Here I am, Lord, send somebody else. And we know that there are some that are to be sent. There are some that are to send those that are being sent, and those that are, that are going. And, God, we just ask your richest blessings now. We thank you for his safety. We thank you for his goodness, your goodness upon his life. We thank you that hearts are being changed and minds are being shaped. And, God, we ask you now to continue to bless and strengthen him and all the, the journeys that he's going to be on. We are, we are blessed and grateful for your goodness and your grace in our lives. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Hey, I, I am going to uh, Brazil, June 2018, July. You guys have a great afternoon. God bless you.